0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, Taysom versus Tebow. Oh yeah, we're going there. Who will have more success as a pro?
1: A trio of stars join us in Studio B today, starting with fellow Hawaiian and volleyball standout, Jalen Reyes.
0: Plus, the hatch trick, Ashley Hatch headed to play for Team USA. She wants the karma. With guest host Michael Alisa, let's go.
2: This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Michael Elisa.
0: BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Thursday, April 23rd, wherever. However you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the man who rips face masks off his helmets, Michael Elisa.
1: (laughs) I didn't rip it off my helmet. It was so bent out of shape, it had to come off. <laughs> or else my helmet wouldn't even fit my
0: head. No, you tell people that you ripped it off, dude. Is that what you do? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm new to this game. How of much manly or does that sound? Back in the day. What happened to your face mask? Oh, I ripped it off. Yeah.
1: Well, you got to give me some time. It's only been a few months since I finished football. Give me a few years and the stories All will right. start getting a little more elaborate.
0: Fair enough. You want to make up any other give stories right Just now? Give me some time. Yeah, I, do you have any other wing dingers you want to get out there? My
1: goal is, by the time I'm a grandpa, it wasn't Taysom hurdling the Texas defender. Oh, it was your grandpa, Michael. It was Michael Alisa. Yeah.
0: By the way, I was watching the byu Cal game again yesterday. And uh, reliving that long touchdown pass from Christian Stewart to Jordan Leslie, and oh. laughing at you running down the sideline with him again. <laughs>
1: I'm just, I'm just watching the ball soar through the air like a little kid, twelve year old kid.
0: That was so good. What a gratifying win that was. Oh, it felt so good. Holy cow!
1: I, r- I like to remember that as my last game here at BYU. That
0: was your last kind of, game,
1: right? That was my last game.
0: That That, that cow. was that Victory was my last cow. game.
1: Yes. And then we and then I graduated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, you're graduating tonight.
1: Thank you, yeah.
0: Congratulations. Tonight's comm- well,
1: tonight's commencement, that's where everyone sits and listens to speeches, and then tomorrow is convocation, and they call up us they call us up individually, name by name, and give us a paper. Are you nervous? No. Well, nervous?
0: What if you, like, trip or something during convocation? Come on,
1: Spence, I don't need this negative energy, okay, man. that's Come true. On. My bad, dude. I think positive. My I'm just going to walk up, grab my paper, and sit down. <laughs> it's going to be chill.
0: If you haven't noticed, my voice is still not all the way back, but it is better. I'm happy to report that I survived last night's softball game barely.
1: I'm not going to lie. You sound horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but props to you for being here, man. Hey, Trooper. hey, You're welcome, Sports Nation. Spencer, getting the job done for all this of us. This is
0: my Game 5 moment, Michael Jordan playing with the flu. That's exactly. This that, is my moment, okay?
1: That's what I was thinking when you showed up. I was like, this is just like Game 5, Michael Jordan, man.
0: I brought donuts today, Spencer. too. Okay? <laughs> Yeah, I was. I went all out. You did. Our conversation alive 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Members, new or old, you know you're always welcome. We have a doozy of a Twitter question today. Would you like to introduce the Twitter topic today, Michael Alisa?
1: Who will have a better professional career? Wait for it. Tim Tebow
0: or Taysom Hill? Oh, snap. Yeah, we're asking that question today. Why in the world are we Dang. asking that question? We will explain in just a few moments. First tweet in from at Ethan Ellington. Of course, Taysom Hill, after he wins the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> Put on the blue, blue goggles. goggles oh, my. Blue goggle yeah. alert. Go ahead and read blue that alert. again. After he wins the Heisman Trophy.
1: I love it. just so nonchalant about it. After do wins, he's going to have a good pro career, win a few (laughs) natties.
0: It's so hard to win the Heisman Trophy. It is so hard to win the Heisman Trophy. You have to have an unbelievable year. But is Taysom capable of doing that? Even if he gets
1: invited to New York, then I think that's a win. Success. That's what I'm shooting for.
0: Success. Here are the rest of your BYU Sports Nation headlines. What else is going on today? How about BYU softball? McKenna Bull pitches... A 10-strikeout gem last night. BYU beats Utah State 8-1. to She is now second, all by her lonesome, in terms of most wins by a pitcher in an individual season with 27. She's only five behind tying Paige Affleck, a mark that we thought may never be broken. So congratulations to BYU softball and McKenna Bull for the win. BYU baseball tonight, Michael Alisa, and it's a big one against the West Coast Conference leading San Francisco Dons. Yeah, not Pepperdine. Not San Diego, San Francisco leading the WCC. Are you going to be there?
1: I'm going to be in graduation.
0: No, you're going to go to the baseball game.
1: Well, this only happens once a year. <laughs> <laughs> when graduation happens once, it has, once a, lifetime, a lifetime.
0: Fine, you have a pass. But once it gets out, you're coming to the baseball field.
1: I'll, t- yeah, I'll try to sneak you away understand? from my graduation to go catch a few Few innings. Okay,
0: <laughs> I like how demanding I am today. <laughs> Should I apologize?
1: Come on, man, my family flew in from Hawaii. I got to be there.
0: Track and field at the Robison Invitational, the B- the BYU event. Uh, we have you know people like Lexi Eaton competing in the high jump. She's a dual sport athlete. Uh, we will have one of our track and field stars on today on the show. And Monteverde, who is a pole vaulter. I want to ask her why in the world would you pick the pole vault?
1: Yeah, I mean.
0: How do you, like, get, yeah, I want to do that.
1: That's what I want. I think uh, it has to do something with flying. Every little kid wants to fly when they're little. Is that uh, the
0: closest thing? Is that that the closest thing?
1: Other than, like, jumping out of a plane?
0: Yeah, seriously. Rise and shout, my friends. It's time for What's Trending.
2: You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation.
0: Taysom versus Tebow.
2: High snap.
0: Hill Dodgers won. Zone. touchdown tebow mania in the media this week yes again you've heard by now i'm sure probably 17 times tim tebow is now a member of the philadelphia eagles and playing under head coach chip kelly there have been 20 to 30 minute segments on SportsCenter center for tim tebow watch michael before we get into the heart of this i need to ask are you on the tebow train
1: I've always been a fan of Tim Tebow. Okay. Hate me for it, okay? but I like the guy. I think he's a, a really good guy. I think he had a great college career. Baller, in fact, in college. Um, you, know, you can say that he was with a good team that carried him, but yes. I, I, he is a, a specimen of an athlete. Is he not?
0: Nope. Hey, no he doubt about pro, that. Didn't
1: have the best career, but I, I still like him. I'm still a fan.
0: Okay, so why are we talking about Tim Tebow on BYU Sports Nation? There is this tweet that came out yesterday from... Jay Feely of all people, former NFL kicker, okay? <laughs> I'm not sure why this became a huge story, but well, it did.
1: If, if you got some time today, look him up on images. You're going to find the most angry person <laughs> you'll ever see in your life. He's just, like, not a happy guy. But this uh, is what he said.
0: Okay, so Jay Feely, and you, he, here, let's summarize this. He said, Tim Tebow is the worst quarterback I ever played with or around. He's a kicker, keep in mind, but that list of quarterbacks he has played with includes two former BYU guys, John Beck and Max Hall. So he is saying, essentially, Tim Tebow worse than John Beck and Max Hall as an NFL quarterback. How do you feel about that, Michael Elisa? What's interesting about that is,
1: and awesome, that both Max and John were able to go pro. I think that was incre- incredible. They had, they had uh, great college careers. We were able to take to the next level. But they didn't have long careers in the pros like Tebow did. So how can you say that he was the worst quarterback ever? He's still in the league. He's still doing his thing. He's still, make, he's still making money.
0: Yes, he's still in the league. Actually, he
1: has $0 guaranteed with the Eagles. A little exactly, fun fact Exactly, for you. okay? But he's still in the league.
0: He is still playing. He's a gimmick player. But John Beck and Max Hall, when you look at their games... They throw the ball. It is a passing NFL, okay? you just Tim Tebow's game, well, he was hindered from the start because his specific skill set is not conducive to being a successful NFL quarterback.
1: And I won't disagree with you, but Tebow did take his team to the playoffs.
0: How much and stock he did, are you going to put He into did that?
1: win some pretty miraculous games, and he created a lot of buzz, a lot of excitement.
0: How much stock are you going to put into that one playoff win?
1: Everyone knows Tebow— in the na- I mean, BYU, yeah, we know John Beck and Max Hall. But in the na- nationwide, who knows those guys?
0: Okay. When you
1: talk about NFL quarterbacks. So
0: here's the thing. BYU, you may have noticed, has a Tebow-esque senior quarterback right now in Taysom Hill. The two really have been grouped together since Taysom ran wild for 259 yards against Texas back in 2013, a game you played in, Michael. Taysom is a true dual threat like Tebow, so I asked myself the question this week as soon as Tim Tebow signed with the Eagles. I wonder who's going to have a more successful NFL career, Taysom Hill or Tim Tebow? There are multiple ways to define success, but just stay with me. okay? On the field, who will have a more successful career? This is is an intriguing question because Tim Tebow is 9-7 and seven as a starter and won a playoff game. So I will give that to you, Michael, Lisa, even though Demarius Thomas ran 70 yards after Tim Tebow threw a 10-yard pass to him. Hey, someone had
1: to get the ball okay. to him. To I know
0: he had to make the throw, but listen to these numbers. 47.9% completion percentage in the NFL for Oof. Tebow. Yikes. It's, he's on his fourth team in five years. That's not a great sign. Okay, he's still in the league, but he's... He's on his fourth team already. 17 touchdown passes, uh, 9 interceptions, and 12 rushing touchdowns. Okay, those are regular seasons. So, his pro stats aren't that great. Can Taysom Hill not produce what Tim Tebow has done as a starter in the NFL?
1: Listen, Taysom Hill is, in my mind, the clear candidate. As a better athlete, way faster, I think he's a way better thrower. Oh, no
0: question he's a better passer. But
1: listen... Taysom's not going to get the opportunities that Tim Tebow got. There's no way. Tim Tebow was a Heisman winner. Every, you can tell four teams in five years, every team wants to give Tebow a shot. Taysom's not going to get the same opportunities that, that Tebow got. Why And that's, not? Why, and that's why, not? why he's not going to have as good of, as a career that Tebow had. Why,
0: why will he not get those opportunities? How can you say that? Why would he not?
1: I, look, he's going to have to have a great, great year this year. And, I mean, I don't want to talk about injuries, but he's going to have to stay healthy. Okay. So so that, that's one thing that, that Taysom has against him. So we're but
0: projecting that he stays healthy and he gets into the stays NFL. Stays healthy,
1: gets the NFL, better athlete. But they're already talking about moving him to running back.
0: you They're yes. talking
1: about moving him to, to some other position. Slot, half, slot, slot back.
0: A slot receiver, running back. How about a safety? Taysom Hill would be a monster safety.
1: He would, or a linebacker for that reason, for that matter. But the, the reason why he's not going to get the same opportunity that, that Tebow got is for the simple fact that he's from a smaller school and didn't have – an incredible college career like other quarterbacks do.
0: Can you imagine Taysom Hill at Florida with the tools that Tim Tebow had under Urban Meyer? He would run away with the Heisman Trophy. Forget about it. I'm telling
1: you. He would have been a two-time Heisman winner, three-time.
0: Okay. Can you imagine him at Florida? Well, he's at BYU, and he's still garnering Heisman-type notoriety. You cannot argue that. He was an early Cinderella candidate in the Heisman last year before he went out with that tragic injury. But – Okay, off the field, if you're defining success off the field as a professional, I don't think that many people, maybe Michael Jordan, Okay, but other than that, who has it better than Tim Tebow? Unbelievable. He wins at life off the field.
1: He wins at life. You can say it better than that.
0: Saturday Night Live skit. Good Morning America. SEC ESPN host while he was taking a year off from football. He has a Haynes contract. He's in commercials with Michael Jordan. T Bowing. How many people have T bowed before and taken pictures or selfies of that? The dude dominates off the field.
1: And then let's not forget that he has his own foundation. He has a Tim Tebow foundation that he I've, launched right after graduating from college.
0: So to say he has that, a stud. Okay, Tim Tebow he beats most professional athletes off the field. Okay? So there's no comparison right there. On the field, however, I would argue that Taysom Hill, because of his skill set and his willingness to play another position. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm guessing, because Taysom is smart and and has seen what has happened with Tebow, that he would of course listen to other offers from scouts to say, hey, we're looking at you as this and this. Why not? Why not take the opportunities to be like, okay, well maybe I'm I'm going to consider it.
1: And I'll, I'll say the only reason why they want Taysom to play a different position is because Tim Tebow ruined it for quarterbacks who can run. And yeah, he kind of did. <laughs> and, T- and Taysom is a spitting image of Tebow, you know, physically. 6'2", 230, strong, muscular, athletic specimen. And they see him and they say, I don't want another Tebow. We're going to move him cow. to running back. There is Even no, though Taysom's way better than There Tebow. is
0: no comparing Tim Tebow's college numbers. He was an unbelievable college quarterback because he was in the perfect situation and he was built for Urban Meyer's system. So to say that, well, Taysom's not going to have his number, so he's never going to be the quarterback. Stop. Stop it. Put Taysom in Florida, he would have similar numbers. But those numbers did get Tim Tebow, a first-round draft pick, and that brings us to our stat of the day.
2: It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day.
0: It's more of a fact of the day, but here you go. This is crazy. In 2010, the Denver Broncos traded three draft picks to the Baltimore Ravens to get, you guessed it, Tim Tebow. (laughs) One of those three picks that the Ravens got in return from the Broncos was used to draft Dennis Pitta. Ravens greater than Broncos.
1: So you're saying that our Dennis Pitta from BYU is better than Tebow, which means that Taysom must be better than Tebow. It, that, wow. Is that the
0: stretch of the day? Wow. Dennis has had a successful NFL career. He's won a Super yeah. Bowl.
1: Yeah,
0: He's like, uh, he's had an all-pro type career with Joe Flacco. You know, He needs to stay healthy, but... But the thing is, who won that? Who won that trade? Are you kidding me? The Ravens. No, talk about it. ran away. They got three picks, including Dennis Pitta. Unbelievable! What was Denver doing? What were they doing? Oh, anyway,
1: you know what? Too bad they didn't have a kicker on their team to say, "No, no, no, that's the worst quarterback that I will ever play with." Oh. No, don't get him.
0: Who's going to have the better career, folks? Taysom Hill. Or Tim Tebow at the professional level, it starts for Taysom with Game One of his senior year in Nebraska.
2: Countdown to the Cornhuskers.
0: One thirty-five. You need to help me out. With that one thirty-five. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. Hey,
1: you're I just, just going need some for more it. water. Oh. I respect the heck out of you. Hey, man. thank
0: you. Who will cool. have a better professional career? Let's go to the Twitter machine. Family budge. Taysom Hill has potential to be greater than Tebow. Both great people, but Taysom equals better athlete. I want to see more throws. I agree with most of that. They are both great people. Taysom not nearly the icon, but you just got to wait and see. Taysom could be. He could be. You're right. If
1: he wanted to be a little louder, he could definitely be the next Tebow.
0: More Taysom versus Tebow on the way. But next, who is the most popular Hawaiian athlete at BYU right now, Michael Elisa or Jalen Reyes? (laughs) BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Join us by using the hashtag BYUSN. If you haven't heard, Michael Elisa is graduating tonight. So he has an excuse to miss game one of three for BYU against San Francisco. Game one will be on BYU TV tonight, eight Eastern, six Mountain. We'll also broadcast game two tomorrow. Do you have an excuse tomorrow night, Michael?
1: Tomorrow's convocation.
0: Well, so that's during the, that's is, during the day, though, isn't tonight it? Tonight is
1: commencement, and tomorrow's convocation.
0: What time is your convocation?
1: Four to five thirty. No, oh, no, sorry, five thirty to like six thirty.
0: Okay, so I'm not hearing a reason why you shouldn't be at most of the game tomorrow night.
1: No, I'll be at most of the game. I'm just telling you, I'm not going to be there for for the opening opening exercises. Hey,
0: you're not an excuse maker. You've never been an excuse maker. Why now? (laughs) Why now?
1: Listen, listen. There comes a time in every BYU student's life when you just got to (laughs) graduate. I know I try to prolong it as Uh, much as possible. uh, Fine. Try to be the next Mike Haig.
0: I just want you to be my friend, dude. I need some people to hang out hey, with the We're not
1: friends. We're
0: not friends. Wow. We're brothers. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Better. That's better. Our Twitter question today, who will have a better professional career, Tim Tebow or Taysom Hill? Yes, we're really asking that question. And, yes, it's relevant for a number of reasons. If you don't believe me, download the podcast and listen to the entire first 15 minutes of the show. Uh, at Hasro24 weighing in, well, Tebow did make the game-winning throw in an NFL playoff game against the good Steelers defense, that set the bar high.
1: The exact point that I made. Thank you, Hasbro24. Does
0: that one throw make his career? It's
1: not the throw. It's getting there, getting his team to that point where we're actually in a playoff game and then winning the playoff game. Didn't the
0: Broncos make the playoffs with a record of 8-8 eight and eight that year? I mean, hey, it was. They
1: made the playoffs.
0: The AFC West was a joke. But, yeah, I'm T-Bow Magic, whatever you want to call it. Fine.
1: It was magic. Uh,
0: it was, yes. You there remember. Was, there was, was something was crazy. heavenly involved in that. <laughs> we're going to take our show heavenly right now and bring in another Hawaiian. I'm not sure what we're going to do. Two Hawaiians on the set right now. Michael Alisa and BYU Volleyball senior Jalen Reyes. Jalen, welcome back to Studio B, man. How you feeling?
2: Great. Good to be here.
0: Who is the most famous Hawaiian athlete on campus right now?
2: Oh, it's definitely Michael Lisa. Come on, Jalen. Even, even though he's graduating tonight, it's either it's either Michael Lisa or Alohi Robbins Hardy. Definitely those Ro- two. Oh wow, you're point up the Alohi. Yeah. Okay, it's man, it's, it's that Aloha spirit. You know, Hawaii I, is heaven on earth, and everyone from Hawaii is super <laughs> nice. Yeah, Jalen. Even
1: though it is Jalen, he would never admit that.
0: <laughs> After okay, he's just too kind. Let's stay with the Hawaii theme, Jalen. You beat number one ranked Hawaii twice. Given that you're from the islands, how sweet was it? to have a weekend sweep against the Warriors in your finale.
2: It was awesome. Like, just for all the reasons you mentioned, you know, we we needed these two wins against a really good team to hold the spot that we want in the playoffs. My hometown team, they're ranked number one. Senior night, I mean, I don't think it could get any better than what it did last Friday and Saturday night. There was there any trash talking and pigeon? Uh, not really. I mean, a lot of the other guys, the other uh, a lot of the guys on Hawaii are not from Hawaii, so there's not a whole lot of pigeon okay. going on from that side of the net anyway, so. you
1: like, hey, bro, get off my aina. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Howly boy.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> I have no idea what any of that means. It's okay. You need to educate me. You gotta be from heaven on earth. Oh, I've gotta be one of those guys. <laughs> it's a Kotko thing. I just said I was your brother. Anyway, Jalen Reyes with us in Studio B on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, we'll talk about uh, what approaches for BYU volleyball in just a moment, but Jalen, I want to go back to senior night. Uh, Michael had to live it; he had a senior night. You've had a senior night. What are the emotions like for you, knowing that, man, this is going to be the last time I play in the Smithfield House?
2: It's I don't know for me it was really weird. You know, like the game protocol. I've done the same thing at home games. You know, my entire career, and now. You know, they change up everything. You kind of come up with your parents. You know, both. It was the first time actually. Both of my parents were here at the same time, watching me play. Really? At the fieldhouse, they came up like separately, just with their jobs. It's hard for them, it was hard for them to both make it up here. So like one would come and the other one would come sometimes. So now it's like they're they're both here. Uh, just just going through the whole senior uh, production, the film that BYU TV uh, you know put on for us in the beginning. It was just really emotional, especially you know. Uh, with Phil and Josue, and I'm really tight with Josue, so it was cool for me and him to have senior night together.
0: Jalen Ray is with us on BYU Sports Nation. Okay, so you hold off Hawaii, dramatic five-set win. You're rolling right now, arguably the hottest team in America in men's college volleyball because of what you've done, winning two on the road at Cal State Northridge and then knocking off number one ranked Hawaii twice. Up next is USC, but you're on the road. Is this the first time you've opened the MPSF tournament on the road in your career?
2: Yes, this is the first time we didn't finish in the top four in the regular season, so this is kind of different.
0: So how how is the preparation different, if at all?
2: Um, I don't think it's any different. I mean, we've played at we were already, we've played at USC earlier this year, so we can, we've kind of been in the area. We'll stay in this. I think we're we'll staying in the same hotel. We're playing in the same gym, so I don't think the preparation is a little different. It's kind of weird we're going. We're going on a road trip expecting to only play one game. That's probably the weirdest thing. Usually we leave on Thursday or Wednesday, and now we're leaving on Friday morning for a Saturday night game. So I think that's the only difference. So right now you guys are obviously one of the hottest teams right now, but let's go back to March madness,
1: right? Didn't win one game the entire month of March. And I can talk about this because uh, you know, my football season this year, you remember, whole month of October, we didn't win one game. And if you walk into the locker room, you'd feel like you're in a funeral parlor. <laughs> it, was, it was a sad time. So how, what did you guys do to come out of that slump and to turn things around for you guys?
2: Um, I think we just worked on getting better and competing in practice. I thought, you know, when we first won that first game against Northridge, it was like we were learning how to win again because it was kind of like a weird feeling. You know, we went an entire calendar month without, uh, without winning a volleyball game. And it's different from football because you guys technically will play four games. We lost six in a row, and we've never, I think I've only lost maybe three or four in a row one time in my career here, so that was definitely, like, a really hard time for us. It was kind of the same way we go in the locker room, and it's its not as upbeat as it as it is right now.
1: Yeah, no, nothing's going right, right? I mean, yeah. so it, it translates to school, and then your personal life, and just, things just don't seem to be going well, so I'm so happy to see you guys turn things around. Now, how do you feel about BOE Sports Nation karma?
2: Yeah, yep. Oh, I think I'm a huge believer in the karma. I was sitting in last week when Brendan Sander was on, um, when he was on the show, and Brendan played really well this week. And, in fact, he was NPSF and National Player of the Week. So I'm a huge believer in BYU karma. In fact, I think I've gotten the karma before, and we've won both games the weekend. I think maybe it was a couple of years ago. So I'm a huge believer in the BYU's Force Nation karma. It is real.
0: Look at you. The proponent of the BYU Sports Nation karma. And that's right. You were standing right over there when Brendan got it. And Brendan's like, hey, does this really work? He came up to me after the matches against Hawaii and said, dude, that thing is real, man. <laughs> it is. <laughs> he had 30 kills. I mean, he's a, he's a freshman <laughs> and a stud. But, goodness, it, it, it doesn't hurt. Also, we host. Uh, we generally interview and host really good players, so that that kind of
2: helps too. Sure right? that. <laughs> I don't know about me, but sure that for everyone else. Out here. The Hawaii man, he's humble. <laughs>
0: we're we're gonna take this Jaymen. next level, Jalen. Okay, because not only are we giving you the BYU Sports Nation Karma right now, but we're sending Jerem Jordan on the road with you. He will be watching the game at the Galen Center against USC. And it should be noted, the last time Jerem went on a road trip to watch a BYU team play. It was the men's basketball team. They won at Portland and at number three Gonzaga. This is a no fail, right?
2: No fail. And uh, does that mean if we win, we get to shave his head again? <laughs> hey.
0: You'll have to take that up with him. I would say yes, one hundred percent yes. Yeah. Mike, are you cool with them shaving Jerem's head? Of
1: th- yeah, I vote. I vote. Hey,
0: <laughs> maybe we should put this out there. If BYU volleyball wins the MPSF tournament. Can can they shave Jerem Jordan's head?
1: Jerem's somewhere listening to the show. No, like, no. No. He's probably texting your phone right now. Yeah, no.
0: How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> hey, brought, Jalen brought it up. I think it's a fair point. Okay. Uh, you've noticed that Josue's shoes are on the desk.
2: I have. It's hard not to notice these yeah, shoes. Have you
0: been sunburned by the UV rays coming off of those?
2: I, I, I remember when he wore these the first time last year, and we had friends on the other team, and they've – they kind of were just like, whoa, like, what is that? And I remember playing against Osway when we were 15, and all of his teammates, they all wore neon, green, blue, yellow, hot pink shoes. So this is kind of not out of the norm. Maybe here it is, but okay. for a Puerto Rican, not really.
0: Fair enough.
1: I, I can attest to that. I've served my mission in Puerto Rico. Hashtag Puerto Rico. But for two
0: years. <laughs> Puerto Rico
1: is a loud place. Everything you do is loud, you, you talk loud. You dress loud. Your cars are loud. Your houses are loud. It makes sense that he would wear shoes like this.
0: Yeah, we, we love hostway. Okay, the game on the schedule: USC. Do you because you split with them earlier in the season? Do you have a good grasp of what the keys are to victory? And if so, what are those keys to beating USC?
2: Um, so like any other volleyball game, especially at a high level, serve and pass is really important. It doesn't matter if you're playing USC, UCLA, Penn State. If you can't serve and pass, you're going to have a really, really hard time with this team. Uh, for USC specifically, they have a pretty good group of outside hitters, and they probably have the best setter in the country, Micah Christensen. He's on the USA national team. He'll probably be the setter in Rio when they play in 2016 in the Olympic Games. So Micah's is really tough to um, – he disguises his set well, and he's really good at keeping all of his sitters and uh, hitters in rhythm. And he's just, he's a uh, phenomenal server, and he's also Hawaiian, so I'm just saying. Uh,
0: the Hawaiian season continues. There you go. Are we going to talk about Hawaiian pizza and Hawaiian haystacks <laughs> and shaved ice and all that stuff now? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jalen, great to have you. We wish you the best of luck against USC. Not that you need it, now that you have a healthy dose of the BOE Sports Nation karma. <laughs> You're going to kill it. But we will be watching. We appreciate the time, man. Thanks, guys. Jalen Ray is bringing it to Studio B as he always does. Hey, how does it feel to be selected to represent your country as a collegiate player? Ashley Hatch is living that life. She'll tell us what it's like next here in Studio B on BYU Sports Nation and more of the Tebow versus Taysom discussion. Who's going to have the more successful professional career? Seriously, think about it. Send in your tweets using the hashtag BYUSN. Ashley Hatch up next. I want that voice back, please. <laughs> I want your voice back. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation brought to you in part by the Cougar Club, supporting BYU 623 student athletes. Welcome to the club, Spencer Linton and my man Michael Elisa, representing Hawaii in Radio Vision, live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes or at byusportsnation.com. If you have not heard by now, then you should pay attention. Baseball tonight. You want to tell the people what's happening tonight, Michael? Baseball wise,
1: San Fran.
0: That's right. San Francisco in the house at Miller Park, the league leading team at fourteen and four overall. If BYU wins this series, they're in great shape to make the WCC tournament. It'd be so, huge.
1: Even if you go to commencement, try to sneak out, catch the game. You See, won't regret it.
0: Now you're getting it. See, now you're coming around. I like, I like to see the progress. And it's,
1: it's for that reason why we have mentors in this life. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for teaching me the ways.
0: You are welcome. BYU softball wins last night over Utah State, 8-1, to led by McKenna Bulls, 10 strikeouts, and track and field hosting the Robison Invitational. Joining us now, Ashley Hatch. She has a new Twitter handle. Yeah. Sophomore now becoming a junior soccer star at BYU. Ashley, let's start with the Twitter game. You go from at smash 33 to now... At Ash underscore Hatch thirty three. Why the change, <laughs> Ashley?
3: Because I forgot the password of my other t- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Twitter. Oh man, I was way <laughs> Sorry, off. I my, have a cool story. <laughs> my initial
1: guess was she went Ash Hatch. Because it's more professional. She's ah. she's um, moving on. She's going to, you know, U.S. under 23. She, she's doing all big things with her life, with her career. She has to be Ash Hatch.
0: You can't get yeah. your password
3: back. I've literally tried all semester, and I can't. <laughs> I don't know why, but <laughs> it's oh, been want, too hard. You know so what's I
0: hilarious? I, I was looking at your old account yesterday, and I'm like, wow, she hasn't tweeted since December. It's been, I, a, it's been a long time. Does she go on, like, a Twitter fast? Is she, like, trying know, to take right? a game next I level? I didn't have a yeah.
3: phone for, like, a month, so I guess you can say. <laughs> <So> <laughs> too busy scoring. Goal, Spencer.
1: Come on. Oh, that's Give a hilarious.
0: Break. so much for that Twitter fast uh, ideology. Yeah. You just lost your phone and forgot your password.
1: Yeah. It's probably goal scorer33 underscore cougar. I don't know.
0: Yeah, something, something like that. Uh, Ashley, uh, in more serious terms, congratulations <laughs> on being invited to play Thank with Team you. USA's under 23 squad. Thank you. Uh, how did you find out about that?
3: I just got an email one day saying congrats with a bunch of information, and Jen talked to me about it that day, so that's how I found out, but I'm pretty excited.
1: And what was your reaction?
3: At first, I didn't believe it. Like, I thought it was like a, congratulations, you won if you, like, enter in this raffle, you know, like those, like, fake emails, so I was like, eh. But then I started reading it. I was like, oh, this is legit, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I was pretty excited.
1: This is legit. Hence, I am legit. Was that your thought? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, we yeah. think you're great. We think hey, you're great. Right?
0: It's a good thing that they didn't tweet it at you at your old account because I know, uh, right? I wouldn't be never lost known. somewhere. Like, <laughs> please, why is she not responding? tweet
1: back to accept this invitation.
4: Yeah. Hey,
3: what?
0: So, what happens next for you in that uh, whole process, playing for the Team USA Under 23 squad?
3: Um, so it's just a uh, a week training camp. So I go there for a week, and they kind of just evaluate you and see if they like you or not, and then. Go on from there. So
1: what are you most excited about?
3: I'm not gonna lie, I'm excited about getting all the US stuff. <laughs> but... The swag, yeah. <laughs> you, you, man. Yeah, for sure. But also playing with uh, some of the top players in college is pretty exciting too. Yeah.
0: Do you have do you have any friends or people that you have played against that you know have also been invited to the camp?
3: Um, yeah, there's a few girls that I've played against. I don't know them personally, but I've played against and they're all great players. So I'm anybody
0: that we would know? I'm I'm trying to think of people like Lynn Williams maybe uh, from Pepperdine. Uh
3: yeah. I know she I think she's playing professional right now. Okay. So that's why she if this is all college players right, right, coming right, right. to this. So um actually I think the goalkeeper from San Fran, okay. she'll be there and uh, some other girls. I don't know their names, but I know what teams they play for.
1: And you know their numbers, I'm assuming, probably. Yeah. That's how it is. You know the football. goalkeeper
0: from San Francisco because you've scored against her, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> if not, she definitely knows you, Ashley. <laughs> I
0: don't know how, how excited she will be to see you. At least she's hoping you're on her team, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Ashley Hatch with us on BYU Sports Nation. Follow her new Twitter handle, at ash underscore hatch 33. We've got to get you back up over like how many followers did you have before you forgot your password?
3: I don't know. I was struggling, though, so I need help. Okay, <laughs> she needs help.
0: underscore Hatch 33. Get on the Twitter machine, people. Get the word out there and follow one of BYU's biggest and brightest stars on the soccer pitch. Okay, um, Michael. Well, also, I-
1: our, our goals are, are getting you more followers. I, I just want to know a little bit about your goals. And I remember you coming to BYU. I'm a little older, obviously. But you came to go You're, you're number 15, right, your freshman year?
3: Well, I was
1: for like two games. Okay, two. yeah, okay. I remember you, <laughs> number 15, because I, I came to a game because all these freshman guys in the locker room, all the football players, was uh. talking about this freshman girl in the dorms that's killing it in, <laughs> on the soccer field, or on the soccer pitch. I don't know how you say it. But anyway, they, they, I came and watched you, and you are just dominating, and now you're number 33, getting an advice to under-23 USA team. Now, what were your individual goals when you arrived at BYU, and what are they now?
3: Um... I think just when I first got here to BYU it was just to make the starting squad, and um, so yeah, you obviously have to work hard for that every day. So that's still something I work hard for. But I think now just scoring more goals and winning more games with my team. So I think you can just keep doing more of both of those. So.
0: <laughs> so when you were watching BYU make their run to the Elite Eight, were you you were a senior in high school? That you're correct. Yeah. Okay. That kind of set the bar for like, wow, this this program can get there. Yeah. Um, is it safe to say that that's a team goal to to get back to that level while you're here as a BYU player?
3: Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, it was so exciting just watching. I can't imagine what it would be like to actually be on the team doing that. So definitely want that.
0: <laughs> You've scored a ton of goals. So naturally we need to ask you, what's the most memorable goal you have scored in your BYU career thus far?
3: I want to say my freshman year, the PK against Utah. Okay, yeah, that's tough to beat. <laughs> yes. But I don't know. They've all been pretty special. <laughs> I don't know. That one for sure is the first one that sticks out of my mind. I think away versus San Diego this year was uh, a pretty special goal. It was just a really tight game. It what was, was just that game success. three to two, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was our first conference game too, so kinda, it was a really important one. So. <laughs>
1: well, that's huge, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah okay, don't. Don't you look at Ashley, you're a very nice person, nice smile. But when you get on the pitch, don't be fooled when you get on the field, it's like game face on. What what transition do you go through mentally? Because you're you're feisty out there, and I like I like that when I'm calling the games. What happens to you mentally in the game?
3: Um, I don't know. I just I remember when I was little my dad would always tell me to turn my game switch on because okay. he would tell me I was too nice on the field and I think I've just been working on that. I've gotten pretty good at it. So when I'm on there, <laughs> my game switch is on.
1: <laughs> Has anyone ever told you, maybe back
3: the game switch down a little
1: bit? I mean, you're a um, little
3: too intense. <laughs> no, not really. I try I try and keep it under control. I just, I don't know, try and play my best and... Yeah, keep, keep comments sometimes. I want the
0: game switch on, Ashley. <laughs> I want that thing. Right, I don't know, just like turn it up, whatever you're doing, it's, it's working.
1: Absolutely. I became a Thanks. fan her freshman year. Awesome player. So fun to watch. Now, Thank you. are you a soccer purist? Meaning you call the field a pitch or, or what else? The, the, the uniform, a kit, a kit,
0: your cleats, boots.
3: Uh, I don't think I'm that extreme, but I don't know. I guess I've Americanized my own soccer. I just call it field and uniform jersey. Good. Good. Thank you.
1: We Good. live in
0: America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. We live in. You're playing for Team USA. If you go up there and start calling your cleats boots, and your uniform a kit, and yeah. call—I mean—you might be able to get away with the pitch, but I—I I worry for your safety if you start doing that a lot. Yeah, probably. We like to give uh, nicknames as well, Ashley and. Uh, yours is the Hatch Trick. We have recently dubbed BYU football's Mitch Matthews the Mitch Match. Who has the better nickname? The Hatch Trick or Mitch Match?
3: I don't know. That's a pretty good one. I I don't know.
0: <laughs> you need to say yourself. You're okay. allowed to say yourself.
3: <laughs> I think mine is pretty good. Okay. <laughs>
0: You said that very convincingly, <laughs> <laughs> Ashley. Great to you have gotta you gotta in turn studio the studio. Switch B.
1: next time you answer uh, that. Okay. Hey,
3: do you
0: want some? Do you want some BYU Sports Nation karma for the uh, the approaching team? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Please, I would love
3: it. Okay. Hey, I have
0: I have one request. Okay. When you get all your gear, do you think you think you can bring something back for us for the set here?
3: Yeah, I'll see what can, I can you do. You can find
0: something? I don't know. It can be a headband for all I care. Yeah, I'll, okay.
3: I'll see
0: what I can do. <laughs> a scrunchie. Do <laughs> girls still wear scrunchies?
3: <laughs> Maybe a pre wrap headband if I can't find Okay. One else, but... <laughs> okay. I like that. I like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, we'll
0: see. Ashley, congratulations. We Thank wish you. you the best of luck. Congrats. Thank
3: you. Awesome.
0: <laughs> Good stuff. Jalen Reyes in studio, followed by Ashley Hatch. We are bringing it today in Studio B, making amends for my voice.
1: <laughs> I love this job. You're going to talk to stars all day?
0: It's it's awesome, this is a dream job. This is what I do, man. You're lucky you guy. You got to play sick sometimes, though. Can you do that? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. that okay? <laughs> I need to do my impersonations at some point here. I can do things to my voice that I can never, ever, ever do. Uh, with the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU's 623 student athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Be willing to help him succeed with your donation. Learn more at CougarClub.com. Welcome to the club. Up next, how about a pole vaulter? Anjanae Monteverde joins us. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Michael Alisa live from Studio B. Check out BYU baseball tonight and tomorrow night live on BYU TV against first place San Francisco. The Cougars trying to get back to the West Coast Conference Tournament. Coverage begins at 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain Time. Colton Mahoney, your starting pitcher tonight, uh, as the Cougars try and take a huge step towards getting to the next level, not only in the WCC, but in the NCAA. Our Twitter question today is a doozy. Who will have a better professional career? Tim Tebow. Or Taysom Hill. I love the responses we're getting. At C Murphy Pro says Taysom Hill for sure. Better runner, fact. And passer, fact. Plus no media circus. T-bowing between plays. Okay.
1: Well, what's wrong with T bowing between plays?
0: Listen, the media circus is a valid point. Taysom Hill will have an easier time at the next level because there won't be so many distractions. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's I, a good I point. I can agree with that. But that's a good. Probably got to attack Tebowing. There's also tasinging.
0: We've started that today, by the way. Yeah, we've started tasinging,
1: and it's not too difficult to do. <laughs> in real life, it is. But you know, if you want to just take a shot of you tasinging something, you just got to jump over.
0: Something. We we're going to send out our version of the tasinging on our BYU Sports Nation account just after the show. More on that in the e block. Joining us now is. Pole vaulter extraordinaire, track and field superstar, Anginae Monteverde. Janae, welcome to Studio B. How are you doing today?
4: I'm great. Thanks for having me.
0: Okay, so uh, first question has nothing to do with pole vaulting. (laughs) Rather, your name, okay? So let's say scenario. Set up the scenario. Substitute teacher comes into your class, okay? (laughs) Sees your name, has no idea how to say it. What happens next?
4: Usually, since I have a twin sister, they say her name first. I know my name's coming next. Usually they pause and I just say, Anjanae, I'm I'm here. That's always how it goes. And if they know it, I'm very surprised. <laughs> I'm like, good job. Kind of give them a little clap in, you know.
0: That's really, <laughs> that's really funny. funny. It's, it's
4: a hard name, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> you transferred to BYU from Oregon, I believe, the year after Oregon won the national championship, correct?
4: Yes, I believe so.
0: Okay. Why did you pick BYU as your destination spot?
4: Um what it all came down to was lifestyle, I think. Oregon was great. I had a great experience, made a lot of great friends. You know, track team was awesome. But BYU, I think, was more what I was looking for when it comes to the rest of my life. And track team is here is great here as well. And, yeah, lifestyle for sure. And uh, it's been it's been a great experience so com- far.
0: Competing for Ed Eyestone is isn't a bad fallback either. <laughs> no, he, no, it's not. <laughs> he's a really funny – what's the best part about competing for a coach like Coach Eyestone?
4: Oh Man, it's just – I love having – this last weekend we just got to – I was in his rental car. We got to talk to him about Olympics and just his experience with track. And I didn't know his whole, I guess, road until this last weekend. Never really had. He's a distance coach, so I never had him as my own individual coach. So it was really cool just to get that little, you know, in with Olympics and big meets that he's been to and people that he's competed with. And it's just, you know, one of my goals to go to the Olympics as well. So it's fun.
0: Well, you qualified for nationals uh, in indoor. Mm-hmm. um and, and you said that one of your goals is, is to get to the olympics what's the next step between qualifying for nationals and indoors and the, the ultimate goal of getting to the olympics what's what's the next step on the ladder
4: um i think just becoming more consistent at being at that national level because this year was I, I don't like to say it but kind of a shock for me to get there it just happened to be a really great season and a lot of things just connected and 14 feet happened and it was number 16, and they take top 16, and it was just a great experience altogether. So now it's just kind of dialing it in and getting the higher heights, 14.6, you know, would be amazing.
0: <laughs> now, Michael, I know he, we talked about this earlier. Yeah. He, he, he has wondered for a very long time what it's like to fly.
1: Since I was five <laughs> years old, I would say, I just want to know, what does it feel like? It would, <laughs> walk me through the, the step, step by step. What's it like to run, and all of a sudden, you're floating through the air?
4: Oh gosh, pole vaulting is so weird, and honestly, every pole vaulter is a little crazy, I must say. You have you think, to be. If you think about it, you have this pole in your hand that is 14 feet, some of the guys it's, you know, five meters long, like, it's, it's crazy, and you're running as fast as you can, and you expect to plant it, and fling yourself up in the air, and hopefully you land on the mat, <laughs> which sometimes it doesn't happen if things don't go right, <laughs> not very often, but, you know, it's. Honestly, it's a great feeling. It's like this big rush, especially when you're jumping 14 feet in the air and you're just falling. Usually it goes so fast you don't really think about it that way. So, people ask me that question, and I'm like, I don't really feel like flying, but it kind of is like flying.
1: (laughs) Is it ever not scary?
4: Not scary? Yeah, I mean, you try not to think about it as something scary. It's just so natural now. I've been doing it for, I think, eight years now. So Mm -hmm. to me, it's not this thing that's scary. It's just... You know, like shooting a basketball like for a basketball player. You just go and do it.
1: <laughs> there you have it. From Imagine a, flying through the air. is just like, like, just like, like shooting, shooting a
0: basketball. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, if only I love that it. were the truth. I love
1: it. <laughs> some, that's, that's one of my bucket list things. So and we, need to, we need to get ball. together. Hey, yeah. come on
0: out there. It'd be fun to Give teach
1: Give me like a, like a 10-foot pole first, though. I don't
4: want to go too big. Don't worry. You won't bend it your first
1: try. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably break it.
4: Now, she's
0: calling you out, bro.
1: <laughs> you have a twin sister, Alyssa. Yes, I do. I can only imagine growing up in a home with you two athletes running around. It must oh, have gosh. been pretty competitive. But uh, who's, who's the better athlete between the two of you?
4: Oh, gosh. It de- honestly, it depends on what you're talking about. I say I'm the better soccer player. Okay, She's probably all around the better track athlete because she d- she's a multi-eventer. So she does seven events. So, yeah, she's a better track athlete, but any day I'll beat her. So that's just all that matters, right? So I don't know. In the end, we just kind of, with us being twins and doing everything the same growing up in school and classes, we have our own strengths and our own weaknesses, which is really fun.
1: Say what you like, I can fly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like shooting a basketball to it's me.
0: It's like the ultimate one-upper. One oh, really? Can you jump over a bar that's 14 yeah, feet you, high? Yeah, can you jump yeah. 14
4: feet? No, I don't exactly. think so.
0: <laughs> okay, conversation over. Anjanae Monteverde of BYU Track and Field with us on BYU Sports Nation. How does somebody get turned on to the sport of pole vaulting? Like, I, I can't oh, imagine yeah. you are just like, hey, yeah, it's re- <laughs> it's really commonplace. I want to go do that. What happened?
4: Um, for me, everyone has their own story, and we love talking about it when you get a new person on the team. How did you get into pole vaulting? A lot of girls were gymnasts. I was not a gymnast. I was a cheerleader, but I've done track since I was in third grade, so it just kind of, kind of came to me because I had a cheer background. I just kind of got into it. But like I said, a lot of girls – One of our teammates a few years ago, she was a gymnast and she stopped doing gymnastics and, you know, got into pole vaulting. So just kind of everyone has their own story. But for me, just because I did track and it was a cool event, my mom was like, you should try it. And the coach contacted her and just worked out.
1: (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Just your average run of the mill going from cheerleading to pole vaulting story. (laughs) I love that that's a, that's a
1: conversation that you get when you meet another pole vaulter. <laughs> so how did you get into this? Yeah, so, <laughs>
0: really? What in the world <laughs> happened for you to be here now? <laughs> and Janae, it's been great to have you. Uh, our fans want to know uh, how and where they can watch you the next time you vault.
4: So this weekend we have a home meet. It's actually going on right now. The multis are competing today. They'll actually be pole vaulting, um, the men at least. And then the women this weekend we jump, I think Tuesday. Two o'clock on Saturday. Okay. With, you know, a little bit of weather, but it'll be fun. That's how Provo is.
1: <laughs> In the spring. Saturday at two o'clock, if you want to see human beings fly through the air, kind of BYU.
0: Led by Anjane Monteverde. Yep. By saying your name right, by the way. You
4: are. That's on point. Do you, like,
0: do you like the Monteverde or Verde?
4: I say Verde, but most people say Verde. <laughs> okay.
0: Which means Verdi. Green okay. Mountain.
4: It does. Okay, yeah. Yep. Okay.
1: Yep.
0: She's going to vault over a Green Mountain.
4: Exactly. Oh, yeah. We've taken the <laughs>
0: cheesiness to the, the whole new level now. Anjanae, good luck at uh, the Robson Invitational.
4: Thank you so much.
0: Up next, how about 10 strikeouts and a win? The BYU pitcher that continues her dominance over all teams in the West Coast Conference and outside. Details on that, plus more of your Tebow versus Taysom tweets. BYU Sports Nation continues with Michael, Alisa, and myself in Studio B Next. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's
1: McKenna time. Bull we'll led the way last night. Around.
0: Now read. Now read. Now go.
1: McKenna Bull led the way last night with 10 strikeouts <laughs> as BYU continued his dominance over the Utah State Aggies in an 8-1 win. Softball faces San Diego tomorrow on the WTV and Saturday at BYU TV. Baseball.
0: Fault start on Michael Alisa. Five-yard penalty. <laughs> uh, it's like
1: jump the gun, man. You put the switch on. Can't B- help it.
0: Baseball t- takes on the WCC Leaders San Francisco today at Miller Park, 8 Eastern on BYU TV. The Cougars hoping to bring out the brooms against the Dons and put themselves in great place to make the WCC playoffs.
1: Track Comp- Comp- and field. Competition continues as BYU hosts the Robinson Invitational through Saturday. Senior Aaron Murphy claimed the women's hep- heptathon. Heptathlon. How do you say that? Hep- Heptathlon. Heptathlon. Yes. Oh, she claimed it yesterday for the Cougars. <laughs> Tennis.
0: You've got two penalties on you. You're on the sidelines. 10 lines. yards
1: already. Yeah, take me out, The coach.
0: men's team takes on Pepperdine in the West Coast Conference Tournament at the University of San Diego today. Horizon Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help. When you need it most, DexterLaw.com. I'm going to give it to Anjanae Monteverdi. For pole vaulting, just first and foremost, for being willing to do that and then excelling at it in her pursuit of uh, the Olympics. Very cool.
1: How did you get in pole vaulting? I was a cheerleader. Oh, that makes perfect sense.
0: (laughs) Our question today on Twitter is, who will have the better professional career, Tim Tebow or Taysom Hill? And uh, to go along with that, we have started a new trend, Taysoming. Okay, it's the leap over Texas. Send in your tweets, man. Send them in. I want to see some good pictures. I want to see some people tasting me. Where are creative people at? All over BYU Sports Nation. Love it. Hey, Michael, thanks for the help today, man.
1: Hey, sorry for the false starts. Oh, I'll good, clean runner. that up, coach.
0: I'll, for, I'll forgive that. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. Our show on demand on BYUtv.org slash BYUSN. For Michael Elisa, I am Spencer Linton. Shout out to all of you fabulous people. We're back. to.